Good morning and welcome to Coffee and Cream Podcast. My name is Kareem Hussain and today's podcast is brought to you by Tim Hortons. I lied about that, though that is the goal. Uh, today's co- uh, coffee of the week is French vanilla, which is the first uh, cup of coffee I've ever tasted and loved. And for today's first topic of discussion, we'll be focusing on dystopia and how freedom is viewed within two uh, very different uh, stories and worlds. Uh, the two worlds we're going to be talking about is 1984, written by George Orwell, and The Nether, written by Jennifer Hailer. Uh, the party uses technology to restrict freedom, while in The Nether, technology is used to enhance it. And the consequences are that it does not allow one to express themselves authentically in a way where if George Orwell, writer of 1984, and Jennifer Hailer, writer of The Nether, if they were standing face to face, they cannot be genuine with each other, to each other, and that is what we'll be exploring um, in today's uh, discussion, today's talk. Um, the nation is bound together by an invisible chain, quotes George Orwell, and the party within 1984 uses technology to restrict freedom, and the consequences are that it does not allow one to authentically express himself. The telescreen is a device used by the party to catch every movement and conversation of the people of Oceania, which is why Winston fears that the telescreen, which is why Winston fears the telescreens, with its never sleeping car, I mean ear, its spying upon you day and night, which was quoted by Orwell, page 174. Winston felt that someone was watching every move and listening to every sound via the little stucco boxes which was also used in the world, which is, which is one of the ways the party used to kind of uh, gather information, private uh, information from the citizens of Oceania. There being the possibility, uh, you must stay safe in this world. And all of the thoughts and feelings had to be kept inside. So to, as a person, as an individual, to kind of be yourself, uh, you didn't really have that you didn't really you weren't really allowed to do that and that is um, that is the one way of expressing uh, yourself right and uh, to love someone for not you know what they're able to do for the party such as creating making babies but for who they are and to be able to cherish them is not acceptable once in quotes uh, in this game we're playing we can't win some kinds of failure are better than other kinds. That's all. Page 135. Meaning no matter what they try, they will never end up together with. And the person that he wanted to end up together with was Julia. And the failure he speaks about within the quote is, you know, dialing while hating, quotes uh, the author, while hating the party. And surveillance capitalism has hijacked the internet and its digital technologies. Author Shoshana Zuboff in the article The Threat of Big Brother also speaks about how companies like Google started this new economic covertly which collects private human information and experience for behavior data. And this data, and these data are used to improve services. In 1984, if data was collected through the surveillance tools, one would face consequences as we talked about. Whereas in today's time, it is used to attract one and make them feel as they 
are free to be who they are, though the reality is that you enhance the freedom through technology, it is rarely the genuine person one is on the outside. So the, the information and the, the things you explore uh, through technology in today's time, um, you get attracted to it and it kind of, not kind of, it makes you makes you feel some type of way it makes you it's your identity it, it creates your identity and but comparing yourself you know from from at home on your phone to who you really are on the outside uh is different and i think you see that in today's world um just from you know covid and how people are back in person and some may feel uh awkward or comfortable which is something i personally felt uh in the in the very first you know kind of very first time we kind of experienced you know coming back to reality uh, and to conclude um, the world overall has created freedom is limited as one sees that with not being able to express yourself not being able to express with others and not being able to be authentic the nether uses in the book in the play nether written by uh, Jennifer Haler Technology is used to enhance freedom, and the consequences are that it does not allow one to authentically express himself. First, so far, um, so far, the hideaway where one can be the true self um, is the only place where one was able to do that. And Sim says to Morris that, you know, I've created a place where I can be myself. Haley, page 15, and this shows that. The hideaway had to be created in order for one to have freedom. However, outside of the highway, could they really be? Uh, could they really feel the same they do in the highway? No, one will not know how to behave respectfully to the morals of the society, to what is right in humanity. Uh, and there's a shocking difference in reality between the highway and when you are in a home. In another conversation, Sim tells Morris that one night I got her alone in her room. We were laughing and I reached over and grabbed her. She looked at me so startled and I found it myself to let her go. Page 71. Startled is the main word and so one was shocked and all of the fantasies he had imagined could then not come to real life. And if one was authentic mentally and physically, they would have taken the action they had dreamt about. The characters find themselves becoming inhuman, not human in nature of characters according to Oxford languages. The nether as such opens up a space for lasting reflection on the ethics of digital and inhuman subjectives, which was the last thing June, fam writer of Jennifer Haley's The Nether, Digital and Inhuman Subjectives on stage article. Uh, within this writing, he also talks about Within this writing, they also talk about the, um, the two questions Jean-Francois Leotard poses, which are what if human beings in, human, in humanism sense were in the process of constraint into becoming human? And what if what is proper to humankind were to be inhabited by the hidden human? The spectral figures we see in the nether also expose the limitations of the living present. Morse's father is an example of the, quote, dehumanizing effect of technology with the developments we see in technology today. And 
and this comes this brings me down to a conclusion that in the world Haley has created freedom is certainly enhanced though it is not genuine it is not who you are with the individual when face to face therefore the consequences are that it does not allow one to authentically express himself and if George Orwell and Jennifer Haler as we mentioned in the beginning were standing face to face they cannot be genuine to each other and they would be lost in each other's world and the thing with today's world is that everyone has their own imaginary I mean everyone has their own you know they see the world differently we all see our our world differently and there are times where we kind of just have to view the world not as one but a world that we can all work together in a, a world that we can all you know accept each other a world that we can all you know play for fight for and to unite really and yeah and and we explore obviously this topic to express you know how do how do each how do characters within each uh, story uh, express themselves express have emotions and feelings with another express with another and compare and we com- we, we compare the two worlds to the one we live in one uh, to the one we live in today's world thank you i hope this is the first of many podcasts and i hope you enjoy a, i hope you've enjoyed the coffee uh, throughout this video